Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Flower Hour. Uh, I know it's been a minute. Uh, I'm really sorry for the delay. Uh, I don't have any excuses aside from the fact that I really don't want to do this podcast anymore. But uh, hopefully, I can provide you guys with some content about once a month or every six weeks or seven weeks or eight weeks or nine weeks or something like that. So um, tonight, I am uh, getting back on that horse again to record some sort of. Uh, I guess technically this is an episode, even though it's not going to be a very long one, but uh, I'm doing something for you guys because I love you guys and, uh, you know, the flowerheads are, are, you know, uh, even if, even if there is no show, there's always going to be the, the flowerhead contingent. They're always going to be there. They're going to be, you know, wildly excited about the show. And I know that's what you guys are. Uh, if there's anyone listening to this, there's probably literally zero people listening to this right now. Uh, this is a fucking tree in the forest situation. If I've ever, if I've ever heard of one, um, this is completely an ego stroke in nothingness. The, I'm, this is a 1998 GeoCities website shit where I'm devoting all this time putting it online, and then literally zero fucking people see it. But I'm still doing it because. Um, uh, the only reason I'm doing it is because I've I've had some beers and my wife's not in the house, and you may notice a, a trend from the first episode of the Reborn, uh, Regenerated Flower Hour, and it's the same thing. It's my wife's out of the house, I'm drunk and bored, and I'm recording an episode. That is going to be the frequency of the Flower Hour podcast. Uh, it's the you have to combine the frequency of my wife leaving the house with me drinking beers and alcohols and me also being bored enough to record an episode of the podcast. So tonight is uh, your lucky day. Um, tonight's theme is a, a very special theme um, because I'm, I'm recording this on the eve of myself, uh, Geiger, or uh, Husband's Revenge on Twitter, uh, the formerly known Shrek Pislave. Uh, I am going to New York City tomorrow, and I'm going to spend a couple days there, and then a couple days in uh, the heart of New Jersey, Bernardsville. I'm uh, going to be uh, participating in a wedding. I am the dude of honor in the wedding of my friend Grace. Uh, I've known Grace since middle school. She's a great gal, um, and I am her essentially her bride, her uh, her maid of honor, and. Uh, because she doesn't have like lady friends, she's always just been kind of a more on the uh, tomboy spectrum. Uh, I am the main dude, the uh, the dude of honor, if you will. So that's my weekend. Um, but the reason why I'm on this podcast today with uh, you fine folks is um, I wanted to discuss my potential uh, for my weekend to visit New York City and look at all the uh, incredible things that I can do in New York City. Um, and I want to sort of go over the many possible ideas. Um, I went to uh, TripAdvisor.com, and I'm going to look at all the uh, the to-dos, the, uh, the the sights and sounds of a New York City, uh, New York State. Uh, one of the, uh, in case you guys weren't aware, one of the original 13 colonies of the Americas. So let's look at the. 15 best things to do in New York City on TripAdvisor.com. The very first thing, the very first thing to do in New York City 
is the Manhattan skyline. That is the uh, conglomeration of various skyscrapers uh, that that uh, spatter the uh, the sky. And uh, apparently, the number one thing is New York City. Above above all the culture, above all the arts, uh, the incredible food. You know the 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 500 different Michelin, you know, stars, chef cuisine, the incredible museums and everything. The number one thing to do is uh, the skyline, which is to say to uh, look at the uh, the buildings and their silhouette against the sky. So, uh, now granted, you could do that in literally any anything in the world not just any city um you can uh you can go to a a beach and make uh, piles of sand and then get it backlit and you'll see the same thing you'll see silhouettes against the sky uh despite all the amazing wonderful things you can do in new york the number one thing to do in new york according to TripAdvisor, is the manhattan skyline so i'm adding that to my list to do tomorrow when I travel to New York City um, I want to look at some of these uh, some of these reviews because um, it's actually like what okay first of all why would someone go how are you reviewing um, the, the skyline how do you review a skyline uh, what is a negative review of a skyline? Oh, it's you know it's got it's got some pretty good you know angles and some pretty good you know cuts in in the geometry, but it's not as good as I thought it would have been. And then a five star review would be, oh my god, it's fucking perfect. You know, I went there and then I looked and there was a big square and then there was a triangle and then there was a like a, a roundish thing. It was it was perfect. The way the silhouette cut into the the uh, the sky like that, it was it, it couldn't have been better. And also, what what shouldn't depend on where you what angle you see. It's it's a pretty ridiculous. I, I don't understand how that's a review, like how that's a point of interest, and yet somehow it's the number one thing in uh, New York City to do is to uh, stare at uh, the visage of different things that cut into the light of uh, New York City I don't I don't like I understand that's just a part of your daily life if you're if you're a, a New Yorkanite but how is that a uh, visitor feature you know uh, uh, maybe someone can comment in the uh, uh, the comments um, uh, by the way, I forget what website I'm hosting this podcast on, but I got an email that said this was the number two podcast. The, the last episode I did, the comeback episode, was the number two podcast for the week on the entire website. I don't even, I, I literally don't even know what the website is. Uh, so, because when I came back, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the podcast again, you know, piss and vinegar, like, this is it, I'm back, baby, I'm doing it, baby, here we go, let's fucking do it. And then uh, I went to SoundCloud, and then I went to record, and they're like, oh, you got to pay money for it. And I'm like, well, you know, I paid money for it at one point, but I'm over that now because 
uh, I'm a grown-up and this is a podcast and I shouldn't be doing a podcast because I'm a grown-up and so I'm definitely not going to pay money to do a podcast so I googled uh, SoundCloud alternatives and uh, whatever website this is on now I literally don't know uh, I will know after I record and save this and then uh, go to my you know recent emails and figure out where it was but um, wherever it is now I got an email from that website that said this was the number the, the last episode I did was the number two most listened to episode for one week on the entire website what that says to me is that I picked a very unpopular website to host the webs the, the, the podcast on um, so uh, it's probably not going to last forever based off that because this is probably a website that got like this is one of those websites that got like $32,000 from some uh, venture capitalist bullshit and uh, some dude's fucking uncle plops some money down and it's going to it's going to dissolve and by the end of uh, by the end of the month uh, what are we in August? Yeah, by the end of August, this this website will not be around anymore. Um, we live in very stark stark times. Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm actually getting into politics a lot lately, and part of me wants to transform the flower into like a bit of a a, a politicking website. But another part of me is like way too deep into the irony shit to like fully embrace that. So I'm in a weird. I'm in a weird. You know, I'm in a weird spot right now. How do I, how do I conflate the two? How do I juggle the two? Can the Flower Hour be a political podcast? Uh, probably not. Um, it probably shouldn't be. Uh, but also, if even if I were to abandon the Flower, can uh, Shrek Pisslave be a fucking political host? You know, and the answer is probably not. So. Uh, it's it's uh, whatever the podcast is. It's probably going to remain mostly a hybrid of uh, my disconnected thoughts, uh, drunkenly speaking into a microphone whilst my wife is a uh, hundred yards away from the house. So anyway, let's get back to New York City. We're we're exploring New York City. Is again, I'm going there tomorrow. I'm spend a couple days there. Uh, number two on TripAdvisor. The number two spot in the entire city is, uh, of course, Central Park. Now, I don't know the whole story about Central Park. What I do know about Central Park uh, is that it's a big, giant, rectangle uh, piece of land in the middle of the entire island. And it's actually like pretty incredible that when you consider the amount of development and everything uh, in New York City, that they just left this big fucking piece. Uh, in the middle there and just said, fuck it, yeah, we're just going to have uh, a big park right there. Um, they haven't monetized off it. There's like a zoo there. I believe you can get some uh, horse carriage rides and things like that. But otherwise, um, no monetary discretion, you know. And that's pretty That's pretty key for, I believe, Trump Tower is like, what, three blocks from Central Park or something like that? We consider the potential capitalist uh, endeavors that can happen with Central Park. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. Um, and again, this is not a political podcast, as we just talked about uh, 60, 65 seconds ago. 
uh, you can't take seriously a podcast hosted by someone named Shrek Best Life. Uh, but I want to go over some of the reviews of Central Park on TripAdvisor.com. Uh, just so you know, it has a uh, 15,000 excellent reviews on TripAdvisor. But there are 26 terrible reviews. Um, let me do some math here. 26 divided by 15,000. Um, just so we know exactly what we're doing. Uh, 0.0017% uh, of all the reviews are w one star, according to TripAdvisor. Who the fuck is going to give one star to fucking Central Park? Um, let's see what we got here. Let's look at uh, let's look at some of these great reviews. This first review, the one star review of Central Park. This is from Teresa in Suffolk, United Kingdom. Her review says, "Big mistake. Wanted to go to Central Park via the subway. Ended up in the Harlem end. Not a good idea." Followed by six scary youths. Luckily, we hailed a cab. All right. So what happened to Teresa and from Suffolk was uh, she wanted to go to Central Park. Uh, she stayed on the subway for a couple stops too long, and she got off when she realized, "Oh fuck, uh, we don't know what we're doing." And she was in Harlem. Uh, she got up. She went uh, to the surface level. She walked a couple blocks. She noticed six black guys were following her. And uh, that's when she whipped out her phone and said, uh, one star, baby, not a good idea. Um, this is going, I feel like this is going to be what your typical review of Central Park is on TripAdvisor, or uh, dumb, fat Brits who um, see one black guy uh, 0.9 miles away from them as a, a intimidating youth. Um, and that, that's, that's what you get when you, when you're English and you, your, uh, your skin color is, uh, just north of paper. Um, you, you don't, you, you're scared of anything even remotely, uh, in the Venn diagram of ethnic, you're going to be terrified. Uh, and that's a lot of what you see in New York. And, uh, by the way, as a Floridian, you know, whenever I go to Disney World or anything resembling a Disney World type park, uh, it's always been a big deal for me to keep an eye out for the uh, the English components. Um, you know exactly when you walk in. So you know, okay, just to give some uh, some context, you walk into Disney Park as a Floridian, you're going to see a lot of Floridians because as a Floridian to a Disney park, you get a great deal. Floridian residents, uh, we get like a you know, it's a it's actually a really good deal. They encourage you to visit the park, you know, four or five times a year. Uh, I haven't been that many times, but whenever I do go, it's a great deal. You can walk in there, uh, you see the park, you enjoy it. You bring you, as long as you have kids, it's not a bad time. Uh, but every time you go to the Disney Park, no matter what time of the fucking year, there's going, you're going to see some uh, fat, rosy cheek, rosy, fucking jowled English folks with their big, fat, curdled thighs. And their uh, freckles encompassing your entire view, and uh, you realize that uh, the English are uh, basically just 
silly accented Americans. And uh, I imagine that is the way for all over Europe. They, they have to just view English as just uh, slightly more charming Americans. They're just fat and obnoxious and stupid. And uh, they don't care. They think they're entitled to everything. It's a very imperialistic point of view that uh, both countries have fully embraced. And, uh, you know, I, I get it. You know, we've, we've accomplished a lot. We've, we've, we've earned a lot of respect. So I completely understand. So anyway, uh, let's get back to the review. This is a review of New York City. This is from uh, a Debbie F. on TripAdvisor. One star review. One star. We felt so excited to visit the Big Apple. Unfortunately, we found it's a lovely place to visit if you enjoy looking at and smelling the local rubbish tip. Breaking news. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I've been uh, interrupted myself by uh, an interloper. Uh, my wife came home and uh, she said, what the hell are you doing? And I said, I'm recording a podcast. And she said, I thought you were done with that dumb shit. And I said, I think I, I think I, I think I really am. But I'm, I'm doing one now because I thought you wouldn't come home. But then she came home, and now she's here. And uh, I want to introduce everyone to uh, my bride. Her name is Hannah. Please say hi, Hannah. Hi. That's my, that's my wife. That wasn't a fake voice. That was a real woman voice. Um, so uh, she's walking away now. Uh, but yeah, I was going to interview her about our time in New York, but she decided uh, that that was a, a gay idea. So uh, she's gone now. We can get back to the uh, the show uh, where I was uh, reviewing one-star reviews on uh, TripAdvisor. So we saw uh, from our girl Debbie, uh, where she was looking at and smelling the local rubbish tip. Now we can assume Debbie is uh, not of our of our land. She is a, a traitor to America. Um, she doesn't appreciate the the sights and smells of New York City, uh, the greatest city in the country, and the world. Uh, so Debbie says the normal procedure for waste disposal in New York City is to place waste on the curbside in bags, which are then picked up by sanitation during the night. The only problem with this is that it is often isn't picked up before daylight and the bag contents is then strewn upon the street. Debbie makes a great point. As a, a foreigner, as a, uh, as a invader of our country, she has recognized that there are certain um, currents and uh, 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 you know there, there's a, a mistake that uh, despite the great opportunities this country offers that we have not figured out the many ways that we can uh, fix our, sanit our sanitize, uh, sanitation problem with this country. Um, the first problem is that, uh, and it's actually not a problem, it's, it's the only good thing about the sanitation of this problem in this country, is that we need to send more trash to Staten Island. Um, we already send a lot, but we need to send more. And that's, that's really why I'm here today, is to talk about Staten Island itself as a uh, landfill, America's landfill. And I don't think that's um, looked at upon enough. 
Yeah, it's the fifth borough. Everyone knows that, but uh, it's an island filled with racist Italian and Irish guys, uh, big mustachioed fat douchebags who still wear the FDNY hats, uh, even though they've never met anyone associated with either the FD or the NY uh, PD, but we need to we need to respect what they want, which is a a uh, full a, a full lineup of big fat greasy firefighters and police officers who will die for any reason for our our stupid country, our stupid gay little country. And I think we need to respect that. Um, Freya, uh, a lady or dude, I don't know, from somewhere, gives a one-star review on TripAdvisor. Uh, and this is called, uh, the title of their review is called Horse Rides. And what the subject of their review, try not to do the horse rides. They're ripoff. They cost us so much and didn't say anything or even take us into Central Park. <laughs> we just went around the outside. So they paid money, over $100, to do a Central Park horse ride. And uh, they said they, they cost us so much and didn't say anything. First of all, if these assholes are expecting the horses to talk, they're in the wrong fucking country, all right? One thing I can say about our, our country is that we don't have talking horses. And... Uh, you know, I'm proud of that fact. You know, we don't uh, we don't cotton to that uh, wizard warlock shit. You know, we have horses that fucking stomp and hoot around. They're not talking. This isn't some uh, Wizard of Oz color changing shit. Yeah, you, you strap on a horse. They're gonna be beautiful chestnut color. They're gonna have their little dancey, you know, prancy steps. They're gonna bring you forward, and that's all you're gonna get. You don't need anything more than that. And I'm proud. I'm proud of America for. You know, taking that that hoof and, and and carving a line in the sand because of that. You know, I I don't want to see. Uh, anyway, uh, so that was Freya out of uh, it doesn't say where. Uh, one person thanked Freya for her review. Um, that she took a horse ride in the Central Park and they just took her on the outside. I don't I don't think she took an official Central Park horse ride. I think there was. Some Serbian asshole with a horse, and she just hopped on board. Um, let's see what else we got. We uh, do we have other? What are our other one-star reviews of Central Park? Uh, okay, we have a Craig. This guy's name is Craig, and he's got a one-star review. This is July twenty-first, two thousand sixteen. This was before the world changed and Donald Trump was elected president um, by a. Uh, uh, a, uh, a, a cabal of Russian interests. Uh, this was before Craig. Craig may have changed review if he realized that this was um, he was giving a one-star review in the greatest city in the world in a very uh, vulnerable year. Uh, you know, Craig. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to say your one-star review of New York City in July 2016 impacted the election necessarily. Um. What I will say is that it didn't help. Um, it certainly wasn't the, you know, if you were a swing voter and you logged on to TripAdvisor.com in July of 2016, 
you were just wanting some sort of hope for America, and you saw Craig L's review of Central Park, one star, you couldn't have been, you know, inspired to vote for the most qualified candidate in history. Um, you know, you may have just because you saw how great she was, but um, you certainly weren't jumping out of your seat and running to the ballot box. So, you know, again, Craig, uh, I don't, you know, I'm not angry at you necessarily. I just be better, Craig, okay? So Craig's review in July 21st, 2016 of Central Park is, the title is Just Not For Me. And what Craig says is, we went to Central Park on three occasions and entered at three different places. I couldn't believe all the rats running around and just general nastiness. All right, I'm taking my glasses off right now because I asked Craig. He saw these rats running around and he saw general nastiness. Craig, uh, are you sure you uh, didn't stop in Washington, D.C.? And... Uh, uh, by the way, Washington, D.C., in case you're wondering, the D stands for Drumpf, and the C stands for Corruption. Um, Washington, Drumpf Corruption. Uh, that's Washington, D.C., for those at home. Washington, Drumpf Corruption. D.C., Drumpf Corruption. Um, you see all these rats running around. You're scared. Uh... Just so you know, uh, Craig, you actually weren't in New York City. You were in Washington, D.C. Um, I think I said enough. I think I was uh, subtle enough, but also swift enough with my political commentary there. Um, I think I did the right thing by uh, going out on a limb and uh, potentially, exp uh, you know. Look, here's the thing. Listeners, flowerhead, uh, no, not flowerhead, uh, breadheads, uh, my, my, my wonderful listeners, the uh, the six guys that are currently listening who are clearly have absolutely nothing going on in their life. Okay, okay, seriously. I want, if you're listening to this right now, I want you to comment on the the Flower Hour Twitter. I want you to I want you to explain to me why you're doing this. You need to tell me what happened. There's twenty five thousand podcasts right now that you can listen to, that are uh, actually produced well, have good content, are made by not racists. You have so many reasons to support them over me, and yet you're listening to this right now? I want you to comment at the Flower Hour on Twitter and explain why you're doing this. Explain how you can, in 20, 30, 50 years, when you face the pearly gates... You can explain why you were listening to a fucking episode of The Flower Hour in fucking August of 2018. The world is in crisis. We are in an ecological disaster period right now. And yet you're listening to a podcast that was at some point about flour and bread and baking related things and now has absolutely nothing to do with fucking anything and yet you're still listening almost 30 minutes into the fucking episode 
you have a lot to explain. And it's really fucked up that you're not explaining right now. So I want you to go onto Twitter. I want you to at the flower hour and tell me why you're doing this. Do it right now. Tell me right now what is happening in your life that is making you do this. What went wrong? Or what went right? What is so good in your life that you're able to ignore real things, you're able to get past uh, your actual problems, the actual problems in the world, and put on the shittiest fucking podcast possible and listen to it all the way through, enough so you actually can comment on what you're listening to. Uh, there's got to be something. Because you're wrong. Just so you know you're wrong, you're wrong to do it. It's a, you're a bad person for, uh, for doing what you're doing. So, let's get on to the next review. Uh, this, this next review is from a, uh, an Australian. This is a one-star review from someone who goes by Places Panda Goes. Places Panda Goes. So I'm going to guess this is someone who takes uh, TripAdvisor very seriously and they have like a fun profile and they have their fun little avatar where it's a you know a stuffed panda or whatever and they go to countries all over the world because um they're just some white asshole that makes way too much money or they're related to someone that makes way too much money and they can travel wherever the fuck they want i mean that's just how it is in australia where they're just able to do that i don't know i can only speak from experience from americans who you know obviously cannot just travel where the fuck they want there has to be some sort of underlying motive, some sort of evil mechanism that uh, pushes them to go wherever they want. Um, myself, you know, again, I'm traveling to New York City tomorrow. As we talked about at the very top of the episode, it's my first travel at all in two years uh, because I had a baby, because I, you know, I make decent money, but I just bought a house. So I haven't been able to take that money and put it towards travel. So... You know, I'm excited to actually just get out of the house for what is essentially just a couple of days. And a flight from Florida to New York, by the way, is like $175. It's very cheap. Uh, someone that goes from Australia to goddamn New York City just for the fuck of it. Uh, you, how can you give a one fucking star? All right, let's look at the review. Here's a review from Places Panda Goes. The title is Needs a Good Weeding. Their review says, it's, it's just a park, a park which needs a good mowing and weeding. The zoo inside the park was depressing, and the animals looked stressed, and the enclosures were badly maintained. Shall I read that in an Australian accent, gang? Needs a good weeding. It's just a park, park which needs a good mowing and weeding. The zoo inside the park was depressing and the animals looked stressed and the enclosures were barely maintained. Whatever that accent was, that's the best I'm going to do. Uh, I want to tell uh, PPG, Places Panda Goes, that they're probably an asshole. You're going to go around, you're going to go, what, 5,000 miles around the fucking globe and you're complaining about weeding at a fucking park? Kiss my ass, dude. This is fucking Central Park. What is weeding at Central fucking Park to you, dude? How much do you think de Blasio sends, spends in New York City on 
mowing the fucking Central Park. It's probably, what, $12 million a fucking year? This, this asshole from Australia is pissed off about it. Fuck this guy. Um, you know, Australians? I feel like Australians, like, they live in a, a paradise. And when they leave, like, I'm, I feel like if I went to any of this fucking asshole's reviews... No matter where he was in the world, he would have, hey, boy, just fucking grace everywhere. Yeah, bamboo shoots. Just a hey, real piece of shit. Expecting everything to be goddamn Australia, be, be fucking the opera house and shit. Like, it's going to be beautiful. Like, fuck off, dude. You live in Australia. Life's beautiful. You got poisonous shit. All right, let's look at another review. Uh, we got a few here that are pretty good. Uh, this is from Stephen in New Market, United Kingdom. Don't bother. That's the title. Smelt like urine, overcrowded, too many falafel carts, and just not a very pleasant place, really. I'm sure there must be a nice area of Central Park, but we just couldn't find it. Steve, did you really think the most beautiful park in the fucking world has nothing nice to it? You just, you saw a couple falafel carts and you assumed that's the, uh, How the fuck do these guys do this? Like, it's the large, it's like the largest city park in one of the biggest fucking cities in the world. And you just, you, you run into a couple falafel carts and you think, eh, this place sucks. If you're some fucking British piece of fucking expat motherfucker and you think that's how it works, you're garbage, dude. Alright, period. Um, Steven, you are cuck. We beat you in a war and, I'm, and, I'm, and you suck, dude. I'm honest, like, you know, I'm not like some sort of, you know, nationalist patriot, but you can't come to our fucking Central Park and give me this shit, man. You just can't, you know, it's fucked up. It's completely fucked up. Milo, one, two, three, four, five, six. He is the uh, 123,456th Milo on the website. Uh, let's look at Milo's review for Central Park. The title is uh, Just Some Grass and Trees. Uh,. It's just grass, trees, overpriced cafes. Cafes with two E's, by the way. Okay, it's surrounded by buildings and a square. Film from a helicopter it might be interesting, but you will not be able unless you have military permission. Boring. That's B-O-O-R-I-N-G. Uh, let's get back to Milo's first sentence. It's just grass and trees. Uh, Milo, you just... Uh, discovered what a park is um what's really fucked up is that milo got seven thumbs up on this garbage review uh milo you hot sack of dick go fuck yourself you can't possibly review central park with that bullshit and uh again you know i may sound like some sort of you know patriot motherfucker here and i like some like honestly like i might sound like some new york Apologist. I'm not even a New Yorker. I'm, you know, I live in Florida for Christ's sake. But at a certain point, you gotta, you gotta recognize that uh, anyone that's giving a one-star review for Central Park and saying it's a bunch of trees and roads and shit, that they, they can't be reliable, and we can't trust uh, some asshole named Milo One Two Three Four Five Six to give a a good review. And, uh, you know, I think when you consider how many people died for this country in 9-11, uh, our, uh, our, our, our many dead ghouls and ghosts deserve at least enough to not have to read these reviews.
Deb Meg's mom from Waterloo, Canada. She says, watch for the ripoffs. That's a review. Central Park is an iconic site. You have to see it. But that's about it. What? It wasn't nearly as wonderful as everyone thinks it is. My view may also be tainted by being ripped off by a pedicab company. I went online the night before and saw that rides average $75 for two people for one hour. 45 minutes, actually. So we headed to the park but could not find this company. Another company approached us, and so we went with them. I very stupidly forgot to ask how much. It was so hot, and I just wanted to get moving. Big mistake. This is in 2011, by the way. Different time. The ride was okay. Nothing spectacular. And when we got back, I tipped the driver, and he vanished. All of a sudden, we are dealing with this pimp who says our ride would cost $200, and he was giving us a break on the taxes. I knew I was being ripped off when he knew I was being ripped off, so I just paid and left. It was my own fault. Don't let it happen to you. All right. So, Deb Meg's mom, she, from what I can tell, she went to Central Park. And you said, you have to see it, by the way. As she said, even though it's a one-star view, because uh, she was ripped off uh, by some sort of cap. Uh, she just went into the park, didn't didn't know didn't know what she was doing, and uh, she went to the driver, the driver who vanished, and then suddenly she's dealing with a pimp who said <laughs> who said the ride would cost two hundred dollars and was giving them a break on taxes. I knew I was being ripped off, and he knew I was being ripped off. You stop right there, right? If you know you're being ripped off and the person that's ripping you off know you're being ripped off, what do you do? You say, I'm done. This this exchange is over because we both know this is a complete scam. This is ridiculous. Now, what does Deb Meg's mom does? She says, he knew I was being ripped off, so I just paid it and left. Holy moly. This is why there is so much crime in New York. Because there's fucking Canadians who know they're being ripped off, will apologize for being ripped off, and will look at you in the eye and say, I know you're ripping me off, and then allow them to be ripped off. Deb Meg's mom, you fucking dunce. What is wrong with you? How? <sighs> this is really stupid. Um, the stereotype of Canadians being too kind is, uh, it's a bit too much right now, but yeah, this is what we're dealing with. Uh, Deb Meg's mom, um, Central Park said, I know I'm being ripped off. You know I'm being ripped off. So I'm going to light rip me off just to be done with this. Great. So... I don't have anything else to say. That was a review that broke me. Uh, I'm going to New York tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, wish me luck. Um, hopefully I'm not uh, a complete dumbass from Canada, like Dev Meg's mom, who can recognize being ripped off and just lets it happen. Um, that being said, bye.